We've all heard the saying growing up, reach for the sky and you can achieve anything. Or hard work will pay off. But what about what happens in between that? And when I say what happens in between that, what about when life throws you a curveball? What do you do then? Hello and welcome to my podcast where I'll be discussing my journey and my story dealing with a chronic illness called lupus. 1.5 million Americans have lupus, and at least 5 million people worldwide have a form of lupus. The best estimate based on available data from the CDC reports 16,000 New cases per year. That's right, 16,000 new cases per year of lupus. Lupus is the most underfunded, the most underrecognized chronic illness. Did you know that lupus is two to three times more prevalent among women of color? African Americans. Alaska Natives, Native Hawaiians, and other Pacific Islanders than among Caucasian women. Recent research from Wallace and Hahn 2013 suggests that lupus affects 1 in 537 young African American women. Won't you join me each and every Friday to hear my story along with others who are affected by lupus? As a child growing up in the 60s, I was no longer able to play outside with the other kids for some strange reason. The sun would affect me. My mother didn't know what was going on. She just thought it was a heat rash. Until it got to a point where I would lay in bed in pain. She suggested to my father we need to take her to the doctor to see about her. I remember going to the doctor. And um, the doctor then did not understand what was going on. And that was based on the fact that the medical field back in the 60s was not that advanced like it is today. So, in turn, I had to stay inside, wait till the sun goes down, to play outside for an hour. See, my childhood was not normal to other kids childhood I would watch them out the window playing and wishing that I could go out and play well fast forward to 2004 I was feeling fatigued joints was hurting I could not move 
It felt like I had the flu. And so I went to the doctor. They ran tests, and I got a call one day and said, Susan, I need for you to come into my office. And I said, for what? You can tell me over the phone. It's no need for me to come into the office. The doctor stated, yeah, I had something to tell you. I said, okay. So I went into the office, and I thought it was kind of strange. His partner was standing beside him. He said, Susan. I said, yes. I don't know how to tell you this, he stated. I said, well, I wish you would go on and say something. I said, what? I have lupus? He looked shocked, and he looked at his partner. He said, why do you say that? I said, I did my own research. Do I have lupus? He said, yes. He said, do you need anyone to talk to? I told him, no. It is what it is. What is the care plan for me? He said, I would like to send you to see a specialist. I said, a rheumatologist. He said, yes. He said, are you sure you don't need someone to talk to? And in turn, I told the doctor, along with his partner. I have lupus. I know that there is no cure. All I want to know is where do we go from here and how do we control the symptoms? He said, you're better off speaking to the rheumatologist about that. I said, fine. And I also turned around as I was walking out and told him, I'm good. I don't need anyone to talk to. You see, the doctor that I was seeing then thought lupus as a death sentence for me. No, it's not a death sentence. Lupus is a battle that I fight every single day. So I made the appointment for the rheumatologist. I went. He prescribed prednisone and another medication called Plaquenil. Now we know, for those who don't know, I should say, prednisone is a steroid and Plaquenil is used mainly for malaria. I took the Plaquenil and the prednisone and my body was still aching in pain. I could still hardly move. I didn't know what was going on, but somehow I made it throughout each and every day. So I noticed after a couple of months of taking these medications, my hair started to fall out. My hair was shoulder length. And I was wondering what was going on. So I started to save my hair. I put it in a sandwich bag and took it with me to my next appointment. In that appointment, I told the doctor for some reason, my hair is falling out. 
and I showed him the bag. I said, see, look. He stated to me, well, you haven't been on the prednisone or the Plaquenil long enough. I don't know what to tell you. I've done all that I could for you. And I don't know, don't know what to do. Hmm, I thought to myself. I said, well, if you don't know what to do, I know that there's someone out there that does. I got up, I turned around and told him, you don't have to do anything else for me. I won't be back here. And I walked out of his office and my search began for a new physician.